Hello and welcome to the ADHD Coterie Podcast, the podcast where we get down and dirty with all things ADHD. It's not always pretty, but it is always relevant, creative, and up-to-date with strategies to manage ADHD. I'm your host, Jamie Racine, founder, fellow ADHDer, and ADHD mama. Let's get started. Hi guys, and welcome to this week's episode as we continue on our series of executive functioning. And this week we are going to be discussing time management. And this is a biggie. Um, There is so much that's involved with time management, and this is one that I struggle with myself particularly. So it's gonna kind of, this week's episode is gonna be a little bit about me, a little bit about um, the kids, and a little bit about just kind of some different tips and tricks that you can use to um, manage it. I have a lot that I have to implement myself because I, I really truly struggle in this area. So as I said, um, time management is, is a part of your executive functioning. So it is a part of what sort of controls your brain and manages and helps you know what you need to do, right? When you need to do it. Um, but for people with ADHD, this can be an area of challenge. Um, we tend to live more in the present, like a large part of our time is spent just in the now, and we don't give as much attention to what needs to happen in the future. So um, it's like a very disproportionate amount of time that we spend in the present and so considering what needs to happen you know in the days coming um we don't tend to and then all of a sudden we are just like hit with all these things that we just didn't pay attention to and then we're scrambling and stressed out so um what ends up happening is that it's like we know that it's coming, we know that it's happening, but it's just not very interesting and so it doesn't get our attention, right? We just don't have the the adrenaline rush to tend to it. We don't have like, oh yeah, we'll take care of it, we'll take care of it eventually. It'll, it'll get here, it'll get done. Um, we need sort of that feeling of competition, like a race, you know? Um, like you're racing the clock, like you have that adrenaline rush, like you can, you, you need that pressure. Like you always, you know, somebody would always say like, you do really well under pressure. And as I've gotten to know myself over the years um, and figure out sort of what is an ADHD trait of mine and what isn't, I've realized why I've enjoyed doing the different kinds of work that I've done. So I spent 15 years in child welfare actually. And one of my favorite parts of the job was was the emergencies and not because um you know i liked seeing those bad scenes but it was it kept me on my toes i had to think really quickly i had to get really creative and i was really good at that um i was good at just jumping in and solving and getting creative with these situations where i had to go like this really fast and come up with these ideas and and it was really a strength set for me and and that was because my brain was on serious overdrive and it loved it it just loved those moments and and i thrived in those situations i if i ever went into nursing or anything like that i would probably be a really good emergency room doctor like a trauma or a nurse a trauma nurse or something like that because i love 
that stuff. I love the adrenaline of the fast paced environment, the thinking on your toes, the creativity of trying to solve a problem. Um, so there's always that sort of competitive feeling there, right? Um, and it's funny because I'm not necessarily competitive by nature. Like I don't, I'm not competing against friends. I'm not like anything like that, but it's more of like I'm competing against my brain or I'm competing against time or something like that. It's, it's interesting. Um, I can remember in college, I would know weeks ahead of time that I would have a big paper due, but there would be no part of me that would start working on it in a sufficient amount of time. I was always the one that would get to it a day or two in advance or a day or two ahead of time, depending on how big the paper needed to be. Um, when I was in graduate school working on my master's degree, I had a partner um, for our final thesis, and this thesis took two years to write. And she was, thank God, really, really good about scheduling time to work on this project because had I not had her, I probably would not have done all the things that needed to be done in the way she chunked it out. I would have found myself, I would have done it and I would have probably done well, but I probably would have um, <laughs> not had many friends left at the end of the day when it was all said and done. So, you know, it's just, and I, and I, and I regret it every single time I do it, you know, it's like, why do I do this to myself? But, you know, it's one of those ADHD traits. It's such an ambiguous thing for me. Um, it's so hard to get motivated without that adrenaline push, right? It's like, oh, it can be done later. I don't need to do it right now. But then right now comes up out of nowhere, right? It's like our future events, they're just, they're not on our radar. They're just not on our radar. We know they're there, but they're like, flips on the screen far, far away. And so then I find myself scrambling last minute just to get things done. For example, we had what Mother's Day, I think a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. And um, my task was to bring buffalo chicken dip and chocolate chip cookies. Okay, we were supposed to meet at my mother in law's on Sunday at like noon or one something like that. We had church that morning at 9.30, and I knew I was supposed to bring that. I had known for <clears throat> a few days. Sunday morning at 7 a.m., do you think I had done any of the stuff? Nope. And I still hadn't gotten gifts, and I still needed to do, like, all the things. And I could have taken care of all of it. But no, like, you know, three or four days in advance. No, nope. So I'm scrambling, trying to get cookie batter, cookie dough all made up, trying to get the buffalo chicken dip made up, and then go to church, then come home, <clears throat> get the cookies baked before we have to go to my mother-in-law's. In the meantime, once that's done, I'm running down the street to the local greenhouse so I can get Mother's Day gifts for everybody. And I got it all done, but I'm like, I'm a stress case trying to meet every single need. So, I mean... But that's the stuff I do to myself and I regret it every single time and you'd think I'd learn. No, 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 I don't. I'm just, I just keep doing that stuff. I meet the deadlines, I get there most of the time. 
just not very pleasant in the meantime. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Um, another example that's coming up um, is my five-year-old turns six in August and my sister-in-law has um, her daughter will be eight in August. Their birthdays are just within a week of each other. So typically we do birthday parties together. Well, this summer, my sister-in-law is is buying a new house and she will be in her new house in time for the birthday party. And she's so excited for this party. So she's already starting because she wants to do a carnival theme. And I'm thinking, girlfriend, it's May. And she's like, let's start planning. And I'm like, it's killing me because no part of me <laughs> has any interest or desire to even think about it. Me, I might start thinking about it mm, the week before. Maybe. But usually that's like typically what I would do. And then I would be running to the store and I would be picking up the paper plates delegating certain tasks to different family members like but she's gonna have it all done and already and thank god for her because she'll assign me tasks and i'll do it i mean it's not that i'm not capable it's not that i'm incapable of planning it i certainly am and i would probably throw a decent party but i would have it done last minute whereas she's gonna still throw an awesome party but she's gonna have everything laid out and i'm not gonna be scrambling so thank god for her but she's just gonna have to like force me and hold me accountable to it. <laughs> it's just like, you know, and it's like, I don't know. So how do you figure it all out? Right? It's like, I know this stuff is coming, but time for me is like so ambiguous. It's such a strange thing. It's just such a strange thing. It's very abstract. And so kids really need a lot of help with this because they need to learn they sort of need to learn how to know what time means and they also need to know what it feels like, right? So they need to learn about planning and they need to learn about prioritizing. So they need to learn the things that they need to do and get done um, and they need to learn how important each task is, right? And then be able to kind of chunk out what they're doing um, to be able to keep track of that stuff. And then they also need to learn sort of how long each task is going to take and how long they can expect to be investing in that time or in that task, right? So there's different activities that you can do with them, um, like some guessing games and, and things like that. Um, one of the things like that I recommend to parents is um, um, give them a few different tasks and have them guess how long it's going to take them to accomplish it. So, you know, have them do 10 jumping jacks and have them guess how long it's going to take them to figure uh, to do 10 jumping jacks. And then if they're, you know, way off, which usually they will be, you can kind of talk to them about what time means. Um, have them, you know, do the dishes and guess how long it's going to take them and then, you know, so on and so forth so that they can start to kind of get a sense of how long it is. Get a timer, get visual timers. Like you can get like a like a two minute or a three minute um, sand timer, like a, an hourglass thing while they're brushing their teeth so that they can feel what that feels like, that that's how long they need to brush their teeth, right? Um, and as they get older, you can start utilizing different forms of technology to help them, different alarms, different timers, different. I mean, I, for me, I use my Apple Watch like, incessantly that helps to keep me on track day to day um 
and as well as like accountability partners. Um, and you know, this is stuff that keeps kind of biting me in the butt, even though like I, I am an account, I am an ADHD coach. I do help people figure this stuff out. I do know what the skills are and I do employ them myself, uh, because I have to, but it does still, it does still bite me. There are still times when I really struggle and I have to use my tools unfailingly because it is a part of how my brain is, right? So if I don't use my tools, that's when I'm going to fall, right? Natural consequences, really any kind of a consequence has not proven to be effective because it just hasn't, you know? Um, I don't, I'm so much in the present when it comes to this stuff that like I can convince myself that I can just wait till later, it'll be fine. I won't be upset if you know, I don't start saving it for retirement until next week. I'll just go out to dinner. I can start saving for retirement tomorrow or whatever. One of my biggest things that I procrastinate on, and this is like every morning, it drives me crazy. So I've been really disciplined about this is um, getting my kids ready to go to school the night before, right? Making sure their outfits are picked out, making sure their snacks and lunches are packed the night before, making sure all that stuff and their backpacks are done, making sure all that stuff's laid out to eliminate the scramble in the morning because that drives me nuts because it's always something missing, always. So, and I don't want to. By the time seven o'clock, eight o'clock rolls around at night, I'm like, oh, I just want to relax, right? Like, we've done all the driving around, we've done all the busy work, we've done all the things. I don't want to get up, I just want to chill. Well, the kids want nothing to do with that. So I'm like, okay, let's just do this. Um, so anyway, I do it. I get myself up and I do it. And then those mornings when I realize that I haven't done it is when I am often late. I'm scrambling to get out the door. The kids don't end up with everything that they need. And it's just a much more difficult exit. So a good trick, if you find yourself putting something off that you know you need to do, is to sit and meditate on how you will feel when you don't do the thing, right? Like really dig in. Remember the last time you didn't do the thing and how you felt when you didn't do the thing. Really dig into those feelings, like really dig, like be like, okay, how did I feel? How did my body feel? How did my stomach feel? How did the back of my throat feel? How did my eyes feel? Like just feel your body like, and, and hopefully you can get yourself motivated enough to just get up. And, and once I'm up and doing it, and I'm sure this is true for you or your ADHD or once you're doing it, you're fine. And you can actually probably keep going, doing other things. Once you're doing it, you're fine. It's just a matter of getting started. <laughs> That's the trick for me. It's a matter of getting started. So, um, yeah, do that. So, um, there are definitely some ways on how to be sort of mindful of your time, um, using timers, right? Being very specific about how you're chunking your time with younger kids, use visual timers. And all you have to do is um, plug in visual timers in Amazon and it'll, it'll, it'll kick up visual timer and you can access it there. And you'll see it's like, looks like an egg timer, but when you turn it, it turns a color and they can watch the color 
um, deplete as the time goes on. So that's really, really cool. Um, and then you can um, use it with technology, right? You can get an app that will shut down your phone for you so that you don't get sucked into the internet or the social media and so that you can shut your brain down. You can set alarms to shut your TV off at a certain time so that you remember to go to bed on time. You can um, set um, alarms on to from your phone to talk to your watch so your watch buzzes um, so that you know to change tasks. I mean, there's so many ways to do it. One of the most effective ways that I have found um, is I have an accountability partner. I have somebody that I work with who knows what my tasks are and my goals are each week that I want to get done. So I'm self-employed. There's nobody that is going to hold me to task. Just me. (laughs) Just me and maybe some upset clients. And I don't want that to happen, right? So that's not my goal is to upset my clients. So I have an accountability partner and we speak weekly and we hold each other to task. We know each week the things that we want to accomplish and we might have some bets on it every once in a while. We, you know, we, we, we might put some money on it just to, just to kind of make it worth our while just to kind of, you know, give it that little extra push to make that adrenaline rush. I don't want to hand any money over for not getting my stuff done. But, you know, it's just sort of all in fun, but it's also good as a way to make sure that I'm staying on task. And I need that. My brain needs that. My brain needs that adrenaline rush. That might not be, you know, what works for you, but that's what I need to keep my brain on task and to have that motivation to keep myself going. Um, create rewards for yourself and be get, make it non-negotiable, right? Like you cannot do X until A is done, right? So you have got to get those dishes done before you leave the house to meet your friends, period. And hold yourself to that. Hold yourself to that you know, and, and you do have to be your best disciplinary and like you do have to hold yourself accountable to that, but you can, right? You can, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be, you know, an impossible task. You can put those strategies in place. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, just keep trying until you find what works for you. And remember, it's trial and error, you know, and, and time is very elusive. Time is very abstract and access your supports, build yourself a team and you got this right. <clears throat> and if you have kids that have ADHD, help them start to learn what time is at an early age, right? Start implementing some of those tips and tricks at a young age so that they can get a handle on their time management early. Alrighty, guys, if you have any questions, please feel free to get in touch with me. You can go check out my website at www.embracetheextra.com. You have, there's a contact me link on that page. Feel free. I'm also on Instagram at embrace underscore the underscore extra. And you can also find me on Facebook at the ADHD Coterie. And so I'm here to help guide, advise. I am a mama with raising a child with ADHD. I have ADHD myself and I am a clinician 
educated in the field and I am here to help. So please don't hesitate to reach out. I, I want to be there. So that's all for today, folks. I look forward to seeing you on the web. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more, please check out my website at www.embracetheextra.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Embrace the Extra. Don't hesitate to reach out if you're in need or you need guidance with ADHD. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.